And today will be no different. Pastor Danny did an amazing job last week and, um, of chapter 5 and uh, introducing that and what that chapter is all about. But today I get to close out this chapter, um, the book of Ephesians, and uh, uh, we're going to be in chapter 6. And what I like everyone to really do is, is really put your ear into this message. I, I really believe that with all of my heart as I was preparing for this and praying and Pastor Danny and I uh, kind of praying together about this word and God really gave me a direction on this word and it's all been confirmed of really just beginning to speak to you what God had downloaded into my heart and really this is why, you know, I, I really want you to pay attention. If you're distracted by somebody, just turn to your neighbor and say, don't be distracting me tonight because I'm all ears today. And if your phone is very distractive to you because you get a lot of texts and whatever updates from sports and whatnot, just turn it off. Put it underneath your, your chair because here's this thing that I want you to understand that we are in a war. There is a war that's taking place in our lives. There is a war that's taking place in our community. There is a war that's taking place uh, in the entire world. And, and this, world, this war, it, it begins to consume people's lives. And this war can become into the church. This war, and I'm not talking about a battle war with uh, machine guns and uh, another uh, country coming at us. Uh, I'm talking about a war between ourselves as a servant of God, uh, as a Christian, as a man of God, as a woman of God, uh, a war uh, between the, our, our, our work that we are doing to serve God to the very fullest, uh, but this war that is against us, uh, it's the enemy, it is Satan, uh, it is the devil, and I don't know if you don't believe in him today, uh, I'm here today to tell you that the devil does exist, he is a liar, uh, he begins to manipulate and begin to tell people that they are nobody, that uh, he begins to tell people uh, that, that, that they shouldn't even exist. And I want you to understand that we are in a war, but Paul uh, begins to identify this. Paul begins to warn us. Uh, he begins to warn the church, begins to warn the saints uh, to let them know uh, there is a battle that you're going to face. There is a war that you're going to face. Uh, but we serve a God uh, that the gates of hell uh, shall not prevail. Uh, we serve a God uh, that is stronger uh, than any demon. Uh, the devil belongs under our feet uh, and I'm not trying to get ahead of myself uh, but that's where he belongs. Uh, he belongs underneath our feet. The book of Ephesians in chapter 6 is the final chapter where it begins the, the mighty call of the, the appeal of of a walk with a, 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 a family of harmony where children are told to obey their parents, where fathers are taught to not to provoke their children and uh, to wrath, uh, but to bring them up in the Lord's nature. And I, I thank God that uh, I have parents and I have in-laws who, who begin to taught us that at a young age because I'm here today to tell you I've never been a perfect child. I'm still not perfect, but the, the good thing about this this is this. I don't know why you were laughing. Hallelujah. I'm just kidding. That was loud. <laughs> but the fact is, is that I had good parents, good in-laws who raised us up in the things of God, taught us that. 
And that's what's so very important in us as parents, that we bring that harmony. And Paul begins to tell us that in, the, in verses 1 through 9, uh, in the last major section, uh, is that Paul begins to tell us is that we could walk in victory. We could stand strong uh, and through the power of Jesus Christ. Uh, and that's where really I want to spend my time at tonight, is this. I want to spend my time of understanding uh, that, uh, that the armor of of God is over us the armor of God this is an important message because I honestly believe with all of my heart as that you begin to understand that you need to know and I need to know uh, we need to know that uh, it's uh, that it uh, that that the enemy is out to still kill and destroy uh, there is uh, absolutely no good thing that the devil and his demons want to do uh, there is no good thing that the devil wants to do uh, to make you do good uh, the devil is probably right now uh, haunting people the devil right now is probably telling you uh, to go to sleep and don't listen to this message uh, but I come to you in the name of Jesus uh, that you will no bow, bow down to us uh, you won't speak to us uh, that you will be silenced in this message we see that this incredible important word that Paul begins to tell us because we live in a day where where people begin to sugarcoat what problems are and that I think that's what bugs me as a minister and I think that's what bugs me as a man of God is that uh, that before in the Old Testament uh, before even in the New Testament uh, everything that went wrong it was a spiritual attack it was demon possessed it was a demonic spirit but this world that we live in today uh, they sugarcoat problems they sugarcoat depression uh, they sugarcoat loneliness uh, they begin to tell you you were born like that. They begin to tell you that this is the way your life is going to be. Uh, but thank be to God that we have a gospel uh, that in this church we share the gospel. Uh, what you are going through and what you are facing uh, can go away uh, through the power of prayer, through the power of fasting. Uh, I'm telling you, we serve a God uh, who can deliver people from depression. Uh, they can deliver people from suicidal thought. That is the God that we serve a, a powerful miracle working God we live in this cartoon kind of character where the old days of of the little devil with the red suit and with the pitchfork that's how we visualize the devil this little cartoon type of character I want to tell you something folks that's a cute little devil and that's not the devil that we fight we fight a big devil there is a devil that is out there taking innocent lives taking people that truly love God even when you begin to look at the book of Ephesians chapter 6 uh, we begin to see that that Paul, these are his last words, uh, where God will speak through Paul. Uh, and it's, uh, it's about Satan and about telling us about the demons. And, uh, and yeah, this book uh, does talk about your salvation. It does talk about friendship. It does talk about marriage. Uh, it does talk about your work life. It does talk about your children. But most of the time, what we look at is that what we overpass in these scriptures is that we 
we neglect that we are in a war between Satan and what we are trying to do good. Because it will affect you. It will harm you. And if you're not careful enough, it could take you out. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 6 and help me together look over verses 10 through 20. And it says these words, a final word, be strong in the Lord, in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood and enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth, uh, the body armor of God's righteousness, uh, for shoes put on the, the peace that comes from the good news, uh, so that you will be fully prepared. Uh, in addition to all of these, uh, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Uh, put on salvation as your helmet, uh, and take the sword of the Spirit, uh, which is the Word of God. Uh, pray in the Spirit of all times, uh, and every occasion. Uh, stay alert and be persistent in your prayers. Uh, oh God, I'm about to preach on just reading this word. Uh, for all of the believers everywhere uh, and pray for me too. Uh, ask God to give me the right words uh, so I can boldly explain God's mysteries plan uh, that the good news uh, is for the Jews and the Gentiles alike. Uh, I am in chains now, uh, but I'm still preaching this message. Uh, I am in chains now, uh, but I am preaching this message uh, as a God's ambassador. Uh, so pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. Uh, I don't know about you, but that scripture, as I've been reading it all day long, uh, man, you can make an altar call right after that. It's very clear there's a church, there is a God and there is a war against God and his people. The wages by sin, by the wages of Satan and his demons. And I want you to know this is that as we read through these verses and we begin to break down these scriptures is that when you read this scripture, God's armor, you begin to look at that and uh, you look at that title of God's armor. Uh, I mean, some of us, uh, we could probably relate and uh, I could relate, Pastor Danny, as well as that you used to go to Sunday school uh, and they would teach you about God's armor uh, and we thought it was cute uh, because they would put this little armor suit on you and you will make these little swords uh, and make these little helmets and I'm not taking that away from nursery and kids connect uh, but I'm here today to tell you uh, we need to teach our kids uh, that it's much better 
bigger than a costume. It's much bigger than what we hold. It is the salvation. It is the armor of God that we can fight against the enemy. We are victorious. We are winners already. The devil, all he wants to do is lie and tempt us. But if I could tell you the end of the story, spoiler alert, we are winners. We are victorious. We are the winners. The truth is, is that we are all soldiers. Every single person in this room here today, we are in a war. And thank be to God that I don't have to fight this war by my side. But I got my brother, my pastor, Pastor Danny, and you, and you, and you, and you. Every single person in this room here today, we are one. We are a church. And I'm telling you here today, when we begin to pull together as a unity of church, the devil better watch out. He better not even park in the parking lot. He better not even cruise around Imperial Highway because he's got something coming his way. I feel a little preachy today. This world to this whole church not just as individuals, but it's to the church. He is warning us as a church. He's warning every single body. Uh, you see, Jesus loves us. Satan hates us. Uh, Jesus has plans for us. Uh, Satan has plans to oppose you. Uh, Jesus is everywhere uh, we, where he wants to bless us, but Satan wants to take every blessing away. He wants to undermine you. Uh, he wants to take it away. Uh, but we live in a world today uh, where we're laxing and uh, we're chillaxing and relaxing uh, in the presence of God. Uh, God said you did not just come to church just to come to chillax and soak in the presence of God. Uh, you came to beat up on the devil. Uh, you came to begin to tell the devil uh, you got to leave my brother and my sister alone. You got to know our king. Ephesians in verse 10, it tells us that finally be strong in the Lord. It says, in the strength of his mighty, you have to understand something very important is that uh, you have to know who our king is, who our savior is. It says, be strong in the Lord uh, and strengthen his mighty. Uh, who is our Lord? Uh, it's Jesus Christ. Uh, who is fighting our battles? Uh, it is Jesus. Uh, you have to be strong and courageous. Uh, and understand uh, that in his strength we are strong. You can't love your spouse for a lifetime without Jesus' strength. Uh, you can't raise your children for a lifetime without Jesus' strength. Uh, you can't be a faithful church member for a lifetime without Jesus' strength. Uh, you can't be a faithful Christian leader for a lifetime without Jesus' strength. Uh, when you begin to think that you can handle your problems on your own, I'm here today to tell you, you are setting yourself up to fail. Uh, when you begin to think 
think that you can fight your battles on your own. You're setting your, yourself up for failure. But Jesus said it right here. It's only through me and only by me. You only get your strength by me. You only get your strength and the power by me. It only comes through me. Not only know our king, but you need to know your enemy. We see in verse 12, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil. Uh, I'm here today to tell you, uh, people uh, are not our enemy. Uh, Satan is our enemy. Uh, this is why we need to be able to love one another uh, and encourage one another. Uh, see, the devil wants to put hate and hatred on people. Uh, the devil wants bitterness and anger in the church uh, but not in this church hallelujah we will begin to cast that away uh, and tell him where he needs to belong see you need to know who your enemy is see Everyone in this room today, you have to size up who your enemy is. And I don't know who your enemy is, uh, but every single person in this room today, you need to identify who your enemy is, uh, what the enemy is trying to do in your life. You see, I'm here today to tell you is that, uh, see, I, I think what bothers me so much is that uh, that we, we begin to sugarcoat uh, the, 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 the depression. And I understand there's help, and I understand that that's all there uh, but I serve a God uh, who could uh, be able to raise his son on the third day uh, if he could raise his son on the third day uh, he can resurrect loneliness uh, he can take away depression uh, he can take away all of that uh, you need to know who your enemy is uh, and when the enemy is haunting you uh, and when the enemy is coming against you uh, and when the enemy is lying to you at night uh, you need to get in prayer uh, you need to find an accountability partner and text somebody and say I got some thoughts in my mind I know the devil's in my room and I need your help in prayer I'm talking about knowing who your enemy is I'm not afraid to talk about demons and and about the devil and I know some of you heard that at the beginning of my sermon, you're like, oh, no, there's one of these message. Oh, no, don't, not in this house. That's the problem. And the devil uses that. He uses that. That fear. That intimidation. That background of where you were in life and that background where people walked out on you and where bad things happened, the devil will utilize that. And you need to know who your enemy is. You need to know what your enemy is out there to do. See, our way against Satan and demons is that uh, we begin to think that we can handle these things ourselves and not ask for prayer and not ask for help. 
And that's what the enemy wants to place in your heart. That's what the enemy wants to do. But God says, uh, let's do it this way. Uh, you have a church. You have a leaders. Uh, you have help uh, where we can pray and begin to cast out that demonic spirit uh, and tell it where it belongs. Satan was created by God. So what that means is that he's not God. At one point, he was in heaven. He was the worshiper leader. He was, and he began to think that he knew more than God. He thought at one time that he knew more than God. Uh, and when you begin to think that you know more than God, you need to be careful because what God did to Satan, he said, get out of my house. Uh, get out of here. Uh, and ever since that happened, uh, he's been upset. Uh, so anytime there are followers of Jesus in this room, he will try to intimidate you. He will try to take you out uh, but I serve a God uh, who kicked out devil in men in heaven uh, I serve a God uh, who kicked out the devil in heaven uh, I serve a God uh, who can do it now and he will keep on doing it uh, when you have the favor of God in your life you all better watch it you need to know this because he doesn't share all the powers that God has God can be everywhere. Satan can't. God knows everything. Satan can't. God reads your minds and thoughts. Satan can't. He can't read your mind. But I know this for a fact. He can't read your mind. But he can read your life and he can read your body language. It's like when an opponent is, see, we're in a wrestling match. And when a boxer knocks the wind out of the other one, he knows exactly what he needs to do. He may, see, the fighter doesn't say, oh, you got me. Oh, stop hitting me right now. I need to catch myself. No, what does the opponent? boxer do he looks at him he sees his body language he sees that he's dazed he sees that he's wobbly and that's exactly what the devil does uh, he sees you wobbly he sees you beginning to have fear and that's what he does uh, I'm here today to tell you no matter what you're going through no matter what you're facing see Paul was in chains uh, but he was still preaching boldly uh, he was chained up but he said not on my watch Satan is real. We have a real enemy. Also, you need to know, know our weapons. We see that where in verse 13, he tells us that, therefore take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand the evil days. bold preacher and old school preaching, we could stop right here and just throw an altar call. But we live in a day today where we have to explain all of the fundamentals that can help you. 
And please, I'm not putting anybody down because I'm an individual as well that asks Siri for a lot of things. Am I right? We go to Google, right? Any of you Barnes and Noble people where you buy books where it starts off what you need and then at the end it says for what? For dummies, thank you. We live in a world today where everyone literally has to explain to us what the new update of iOS 13.1 just gave us. So that's why I'm going to preach two hours here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now I'm short in time here. Paul tells us what we need. First thing he tells us that we need the belt of truth. In this combat, in this thing that you are up against, and what the belt of truth is, the opposite of truth is what? Lies. We see in the book of John chapter 8 verse 44, Jesus says that Satan is the father of what? Lies. And I like how Paul tells us that we need the, the belt of truth. Because today the world and the enemy is lying to innocent souls. Today we live in an age where the devil will tell a young individual, an old individual, that your life is not worthy to be alive. The devil will tell you these lies. The devil will tell you nobody cares. Nobody loves you. Uh, all you're doing is getting bullied around in school. All you're doing is getting bullied around uh, every place that you go. Uh, there's nothing for your life. Uh, just end it now. Uh, you see, I'm here today to tell you that is a lie from the pit of hell. We serve a God that said, uh, we're the belt of truth. Uh, I know what the truth is. Uh, the devil may lie, and you know what? For one second, you may believe it, uh, but you turn around and say, devil, uh, not today, uh, not on my watch, uh, not on this second. I know who my God is. So the truth gets you out of captivity. Then he talks about the body armor of righteousness, and that, that's the breastplate of righteousness. Uh, what he's talking about here is one of Satan's tactics and, tr and tricks is to tempt us. Uh, you, all of us have been tempted. Can we say amen? Even Jesus was tempted, but he never sinned. Some of us got excuses for every sin that we have done. And if tonight that you can get rid of every excuse, you could be delivered from those demonics and those addictions from your life today.
See, because the devil wants you to make an excuse for every wrong thing that you do, every sin that you did. The devil wants you to think because what you're bound by of watching what you're watching on uh, on the computer or on TV, uh, the devil wants you to think, you know what, it's okay. Your dad was like that. Your grandfather was like that. It's just a curse. It's just in your DNA. God still loves you. God's grace is always there for you. You see, that's what the devil does. Uh, but I'm here today to tell you that's not the way they God wants us to live. Uh, God wants us to live a righteous life. Uh, God wants us to live a life of purity. Then he talks about the shoes of the gospel. He talks about in the battle that your shoes are very important of what you do, uh, of wearing uh, and beginning to understand that the devil, he has all of these things to push you around with. Uh, but when you have the gospel on your side, when you have the Holy Spirit on your side, you are protected against uh, the enemy. Uh, and I'm here today to tell you, you, all of you got some spiritual boots on you. For what? To kick them? To stand firm? I mean, you're not going to go in a battle in your chanclas. Am I right? You're not going to run a marathon in chanclas. Am I right? What are chanclas? Flip-flops. I know a little bit of Spanish. Shield of faith is next. It says to wear the shield of faith. Because that's where the shield of faith comes in, where you begin to block all of the fiery darts that come your way. The shield, it begins to... Uh, it begins to turn off any demonic, any fire that comes your way. And this is what Paul is saying. He is telling us to have the shield of faith. Then he talks about the helmet of salvation. Every good soldier wears a helmet. Every good soldier wears a helmet. To protect us. He goes on to say, then you have a sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The sword of the Spirit, spirit is which is the Word of God. This weapon goes all the way back where the devil tried to manipulate this at the beginning of the Bible in Genesis chapter 3. The first spiritual battle in the history of the world on the earth. God said, don't do this. But if you do this, God just told him one thing. He just said, just don't do this. We live in a world today, what did he mean by just don't do this. And we test God's grace. We test God's mercy. And this is exactly where Satan came in. He began to say, did God really say 
that you can't do this? Did God really say that you can't be talking to so-and-so and texting so-and-so and doing this and doing that? Did God really say you can't do that? Maybe it's just some laws that the church had made. Uh, I'm here today to tell you uh, I'm not about to test the favor and the grace of God. Uh, I have always been fearful by that sword of the spirit if we can have the band come up too as I close these last important is that you need to pray in the spirit one thing I like about our church one thing I like about our fellowship is that we pray in the Spirit. It's not a religious, and I'm not putting anybody down, any religion down. But we got something so powerful. We got something so powerful that God had given us to pray in the Spirit. And it irks the devil when we pray in the Spirit. One of the most important things in the battle of communication is that you need to talk to your heavenly father you need to talk to the headquarters uh, and the way that you do that is that you don't text God you pray to God uh, you say God uh, here I am uh, God doesn't have Facebook God doesn't have Instagram so what am I telling you put down your phone and communicate to God uh, get a hold of God pray in the spirit uh, and you tell God this is what I'm dealing with uh, this is what I'm facing in my life and when you pray in the spirit I'm telling you what the demons in hell begin to tremble then he says be persistent in your prayers four times in this section he says be he tells us to stand what is he telling us be persistent stand firm then he says pray for boldness but this is what I like at the end. He says this, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Uh, what Paul is telling us uh, is this, is that you need to open up your mouth. You need to speak boldly you need to cry out to God and say God I'm dealing with depression I'm dealing with suicidal thoughts I'm dealing with this addiction in my life and I don't know how to fight this battle I don't know how to begin to conquer it I don't know what it's going through and I'm here today to tell you that we serve a God that says you don't have to fight this battle on your own you fight it this way by opening your mouth and worshiping God and praising me and glorifying me I'm here today to tell every demonic spirit of suicide every demonic spirit of depression you have no authority you have no authority in this place the power of God is in this 
place. The blood of Jesus reigns over this place today. Somebody give the Lord a big shout of praise and glory in this place.